It is Mother's Day 2021, and it is a hard time to be a mother. These days that we're living in, it is a difficult time to be a mother. This week I was looking some stuff up, and I found a recent survey of mothers. It was actually accumulated over two different years, but a recent survey of mothers, and these were some of the words and some of the statements that women gave describing themselves. Stressed out, overwhelmed, short on time, always behind. You can say amen to some of these. Inadequate, failing, feelings of guilt, tied to motherhood, feelings of guilt, anxious, depressed, conflicted, confused. And these were just some of the words. Those words reflected the reality of the hardship faced by today's mothers. It is a hard time to be a mother today. Well, I want to tell you, I'm here to tell you this morning, there is good news for mothers. In fact, I want to tell you, there is, in fact, great news for mothers. And I want you to hear that this morning. I want it to be a great blessing and a joy that you're here in the hearing of God's word. There is good news, great news for mothers today. Mothers, take a deep breath and hear this. God has a plan for you. Mothers, God has a gracious, good plan for you. Mothers, God has strength for these days. For the mother that's staying up with her first newborn to the mother that their senior's about to graduate and move out. Man, that's tough. To the grandmothers in the room, God has strength for these days. He truly does. And mothers, God has grace for the gaps. Praise the Lord. He has grace for for the gaps. I want you to listen, hear me very well this morning. He hasn't called you to perfection, mother. You do not stand alone in the effort, mother. God Almighty has grace for the gaps. The Bible says sufficient grace do we have. Mothers, there is great news today. God knows, God sees, God cares, and he has a plan for you. I want to tell you, I'm excited to tell you that plan. Our message this morning is entitled, God's Plan for Mothers. God's Plan for Mothers. It is found in Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Now, I'm going to do something this morning, and just so you know up front, it is right, and it is faithful to Scripture I'm going to read those verses, and I'm going to apply them to mothers this morning. Now, if you're here and you're not a mother, it is right, it is faithful for Scripture as well to apply it to yourself as well. And so it is okay for you to do that this morning as well. Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. I'm going to ask if you would, if you would stand with me in the honor and the reverence of the reading of God's Word. Beginning in the first verse, it says this. How blessed is the mother who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit 
in the sea of scoffers. But her delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, she meditates day and night. She will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and its leaf does not wither. And whatever she does, she prospers. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come and I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for a, for a Savior. I'm thankful for the forgiveness of sin. I'm thankful that as we stand here today, each of us, that you know us, that you see us, that you're faithful, that you're trustworthy, that you're kind, that you're gracious. Lord, I'm thankful as we go through these verses that we see you have a plan for all of us, and today you have a plan for mothers. Lord, I pray in this hour that you would speak. I pray that you would lead. I pray that you would comfort. I pray that you would bless. And I pray that in the midst of that, that Jesus, our hope and Savior, would be exalted, that his name would be known. And I pray for some, if not several here, that do not know you today, that today in the hearing of your word, they might trust you in their salvation. Lord, we love you, we praise you, we worship you, we thank you. And I pray in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Now, as we begin today, let me lay out some context. Psalm 1 is a psalm of David. In Psalm 1, it is contrasting the godly and the wicked. Now, if you've been here on Sunday nights, you know that is a pattern that God uses to teach us in the Proverbs. It is a contrast between the godly and the wicked. Psalm 1 is an instruction for God's people. And so as we come to this very first song in the Hebrew songbook, understand it is an instruction for God's people. Now, I'll tell you this. I believe it is perfectly placed as the first psalm. Now, I thought about that, all the psalms that we love, all the psalms that I love. I believe this is perfectly placed as the first psalm. You see, this is the starting place. This is where we begin. Now, again, we're going to apply today to mothers, but you as well, whatever your situation, you can place your name in it as well. A man, a, a woman, a, a child, Anyone else, this is for all of us, God's instruction for all of us. All right, with our focus on mothers, let's work through it this morning. Verse one, how blessed is the mother who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. Now, I want you to see the first word here to, to focus, to pull out, uh, is the word blessed. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the mother. In Hebrew, in the original language, the word blessed here is the word esher. It means enjoying blessedness. Now, listen to these words. Enjoying blessedness. It literally translates, the most literal translation is happy. That's what it says. The first song, the first line of the first song in the Hebrew songbook includes the word happy. That's what it translates, happy. Mothers, listen very carefully. God has a plan for you to be joyful, to be blessed, to be happy in this endeavor of motherhood. That's what it says. God has a plan for you to be happy. Now, let me tell you something. 
The world's way results in stress, anxiety, angst, and in feelings of inadequacy. That's what the world's way produces. Mothers, I want you to hear me and I want you to listen very carefully. God wants you to be happy. God wants you to be happy. Listen carefully, believers. It's okay to say that. Somewhere we've got an idea we're not able to say that. There are some folks and I've heard them preaching and I've heard them teaching and they say, God doesn't care about your happiness. He just wants your obedience. Listen to me, that is nonsense. Your obedience will bring happiness. God wants you to be happy. He wants you to be joyful. He wants you to be fulfilled in your role as a mother. Let me tell you something this morning. It's okay to smile. It's okay to smile, it's okay to laugh, it's okay to be glad, it's okay to exalt the name of Jesus with joy on your face. God wants us to be happy. Says this, some of y'all can start working on that now. He wants us to be happy. Says this, how blessed, how happy, is the mother who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. Now, it's, it's very interesting. It's very informative. It's very telling the meanings of these words. How happy is the mother, how blessed is the mother who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. The word wicked, from the Hebrew, it means uh, people. These are people without self-control. And so you go to the definition. It means uh, the, the wicked are people without self-control. They are restless. They are unsatisfied. Now think about that. That's the, that's the definition. The wicked, these are people without self-control. They are restless. They are unsatisfied. Do you hear that? Those are worldly people. Those are worldly people. And so the next thing that we see is, mothers, you're not to be listening to worldly people. If you're going to be happy, you're not to be listening to worldly people. Now, can you see this morning, that's where our trouble starts. We wonder, well, how do we get in this mess and how do we ever get so unhappy? Can you see this morning, that's where our trouble starts. We listen to ladies and they're unhappy at work. And you get around them and they want to tell you all the things wrong and they're unhappy at work. And we get around ladies and they're unhappy at the gym. And you're around them and they want to talk to you between sets and all the things that have made them unhappy. And we get around ladies and they tell you how unhappy they are with their kids. And they do this and they do that. And I can't imagine this. And more than that, we get around ladies and they're so unhappy with their husbands and they want to tell you how sorry he is and the things that he does and all the ways that he's failed and whatever the situation, they are unhappy. And we're listening to the words of the world. We're taking in the words of an unhappy, lost world. Friends, Ladies, mothers, we do not listen to the words of the world. It goes on. Nor, meaning also, in addition to, nor 
Stand in the path of sinners. Stand in the path of sinners. Now, let me explain this to you. This is more than listening. This is now participating with. The word for sinners in the Hebrew, in the original language, simply means wrongdoers. It's not a complicated word. It means wrongdoers. Well, in this line, we are now acting like the world. We, in our actions, are mixing in with the actions of the world, with the behaviors of the world. And you watch our life, and I do these sinful things, and I watch these sinful things, and I go to these places, and I sin like the world around me, and it's no big deal because the world's not upset by it. The world approves of it. And then it goes on. There's one more thing. Nor sit, in addition to, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. Nor sit in the seat of scoffers. Now, to understand this, you need to know that to sit in the seat of means to be instructed by, to be informed by. It was literally a picture of sitting under the teaching of somebody. And so there's this teacher and you've placed themselves under their teaching and you are sitting under their teaching. And so you are now sitting in the seat, it says, of a scoffer, of scoffers. A scoffer is more than an evildoer, more than a sinner. This is a person that laughs and mocks the truth of God. Be sure this morning, they reject God because they reject the truth of God. Now, some say, is it, is it, does it really matter what they say? Does it matter if they're not all the way right? Listen to me. They reject God because they reject the truth of God. And that's how that works. When you reject the truth of God, you are rejecting God himself. It's that big of a deal. This is a person that teaches, speaks, instructs counter to what God has said, in addition to what God has said, and in opposition to what God has said. Let me tell you this. Women, Mothers, you have to be so discerning today. Listen to me. You have to be so discerning today. You have it hard. You have it hard today. You have to be so discerning today because more than any segment, and I'll, I'll tell you, I believe that more than any segment, you have thousands of voices talking to you today as authorities. You have thousands of voices and they're talking to you like they know what they're saying, like they have something to say to you and they're speaking to you in an authoritative manner. And whether it is in books or in speakers or in conferences that you go to or in podcasts that you listen to, you have thousands of voices talking to you today and they are saying, this is what womanhood looks like. They are saying this is what marriage looks like. 
They're saying this is what motherhood looks like. They're telling you this is what your life should be. Let me be clear. Oprah Winfrey denies biblical Christianity. She's not your voice. Jen Hatmaker denies God's truth about homosexuality. She's not your voice. Rachel Hollis encourages what God calls sin. And I want to tell you, no matter how popular she is, she's not your voice. And I could go on and on and on here. There's thousands of voices. That's not the point. Mothers, we are not instructed by those who deny in any way God's truth. The Bible says, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. I want you to notice the point of verse one. There's three things there, but I want you to notice the cumulative point. You see, it is those things that rob us of God's happiness. You understand that? That's what the point of verse one is. It is listening to those things. It is sitting in the seat of scoffers. It is participating in the sinful things that the neighbors do. It is in those things that we are robbed of God's happiness in our lives. Listen, he has a plan and it's for joy and fulfillment and contentment and happiness. And it is in those things that that is robbed away from us. Do you know who's behind that? Satan himself. You see, it is Satan, the Bible says, that comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. He is the one that comes to snatch away our happiness in the spreading of lies. All right, so here's the key. Moving to verse two. But her delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his laws, she meditates day and night. But her delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his laws, she meditates day and night. Now, here's the deal. If we're not informed in the world, where are we informed? Mothers, where do you get your plan? Listen, that's the question, isn't it? Where do you get your plan? Where do you get your information as a mother seeking to honor Christ? How do you know what is the right way? The word delight means pleasure in and longing for. Delight, to delight in. Pleasure in and longing for. Now what the verse says, her delight, her pleasure her longing for, it, it is for the word of God. That's what it says. She delights, she longs for, she takes pleasure in the word of God. In it, the Bible says she meditates day and night. That means she dwells in the word of God. She contemplates the word of God. She studies, she considers, the verse says day and night, the word of God. Listen to me, dear mother, God has a plan and it is for joy and it is for happiness and it is for fulfillment. God has a plan. Listen to me, it is not hidden today. It is not secret today. 
He gives it to you in his word. Are you hearing that? God has a plan for you to be happy. He has a plan for you to be fulfilled in this area of motherhood. And it's not some riddle that you have to solve. He gives it to you in his word. Let me tell you something. We've been so wrong in a whole lot of areas. We've been so wrong. We've been so deceived. We've taken the cues of the psychologists of the world, the the psychiatrists of the world, those that would say, here's what the world, the culture would tell us. We've been so deceived. Listen to me, we need not better trained mothers today. We need not more efficient mothers today. There's classes you can go to that'll tell you how to be more efficient. That's not what we need. We need not mothers with better self-esteem and a better sense of worth. There's classes that'll say, this is what you're worth. What we need today, listen very carefully, what your kids need, what the world needs, what you need, what we need today are Bible-loving mothers. Mothers that know the word of God. Mothers that trust the word of God. They cling to the word of God. Mothers that their delight, all their pleasure is in the word of the Lord, the word of God. We need Bible-loving mothers. Four or five years ago, maybe a little longer, my granny, my dad's mother, my granny, had been, had been dead, had been gone for several years. And one of the weekends, we went to clean out some of her stuff out at the old farmhouse. She had a habit of wherever she went, she would leave some stuff behind And so there was some stuff in the little house and some stuff in the old house and then some stuff in the other house in town. And so we went out to the old farmhouse to clean out some of her stuff. And there in one of the closets, five-room house, one of the closets, there's an old trunk, an old antique trunk. And we, we slid that trunk out and we opened that trunk up, true story, just a few years back. And it was filled with old cloth feed sacks, flower sacks that she had split out and that she had saved to make clothes out of. She used to have some dresses made of that. Anybody remember that? And in that where she had been saving these cloths, we found a little stack of cards. And they were clipped with a paper clip and they were written on the back of old postcards, old Christmas cards. Evidently, paper was in short supply as well. And there was a little piece of paper that said, verses to memorize. My granny's handwriting. For he made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. 2 Corinthians 5.21, verses to memorize. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and love and a sound mind, 2 Timothy 1, 7. If ye abide in me, and my word abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. John chapter 15, verse 7. Here's my favorite one in the handwriting of my old granny. I have been young. And now am old, 
Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Psalm 37, verse 25. God is faithful. Let me tell you something. We need people that love the word of God. We need mothers that love the word of God. And whatever the situation is, their fallback is to turn to the joy in the plan given in the word of God. Listen to me, friends. Listen to me, mothers. It is not a duty. It's not one more thing to do. It's not some burden that's put upon you. It is God's grace, his plan for happiness. We need to be a people that love the word of God. Verse three, she will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither, and whatever she does, she prospers. I want you to think about this picture. I'm going to read that again. She will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. And in whatever she does, she prospers. See the picture of that? She will be like a tree, a tree that is strong, a tree that is solid, a tree that is majestic, a tree that stands as a testimony, a tree with deep roots. That's what the Bible says. A tree, her roots are watered by the stream that passes by. And the Bible says, and she will yield her fruit in season. Her leaves do not wither in the hard year. Her leaves do not shrink away in the lean years. The Bible says whatever she does, listen, the Bible says that. God says that whatever she does prospers. The Hebrew word for prosper means to meet good, here's the best one, to end well. And whatever she does will end well. It will meet good. Whatever she does, the Bible says, she prospers. What is the fruit of a Bible-loving mother? A mother that loves the Lord so she longs for his voice. A mother that loves the Lord and so she is willing to heed in obedience that voice. The Bible says that she will bear fruit. What is that fruit? I want you to think about that. What is the fruit of a Bible-loving mother? The fruit of a Bible-loving mother. Days that are purposeful and fulfilling. A home that exists in peace. A husband that is encouraged in Christ. Kids who are growing in the Lord. A name that exalts our king. And a life filled with happy joy. Listen to me, ladies. God has a plan. I want to end by pointing out one last thing today. One last thing. Notice it says... She will bear fruit. That's what it says. Notice it says, in its season. It literally translates, in due time. In the right time, in its season. She will bear fruit in its season. Mothers, I want you to see this this morning. 
There are days that are hard. There are days that are oh so hard. There are days you don't think you're going to make it. There are days you don't understand. There's days you're overwhelmed and you can't understand how it's turned out this way, how you ever got in this situation. Why does it look like this? There's days you'd change if you could change them, but you can't change them. There's days you don't understand. There's days that your heart hurts and it hurts and you can tell the Lord, but it still hurts. But mother, I want you to hear me. Those days are not empty Those days are not for nothing. You see, the Bible says in due time, in the right season, by consistently living by and living in the word of God, you will prosper. And here's what that means. And it will end well. God has a plan. He has strength for today. He has grace for the gaps. And listen, the truth of God's word, it will End well. Praise the Lord. Happy Mother's Day. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come, and I'm thankful that you tell us your plan. You tell us where to find it. You tell us how to prosper. You tell us your concern with our happiness, not just some overbearing rule taskmaster, but you want us to, to be happy and joyful. Lord, I pray for mothers here today that feel tired, that feel stressed out, that feel overwhelmed. I pray that they would pick their eyes and turn their eyes to Christ today. I pray they'd be encouraged today. I pray they would hear the the promise of God's word that there's happiness at hand and that it ends well. Lord, bless them, encourage them. Lord, I pray for dads here as well. I pray for kids here. Pray for people here today that are hurting. I pray for people today that that can't understand. I pray that they would would see you are trustworthy, that you're gracious and kind. Lord, I pray for some here that do not know you. I pray that in, in the hearing of the gospel that today they might be saved. Move in our midst. Speak to our hearts. Speak to our minds. Let us take hope. Let us find hope in you. We love you. We praise you. We thank you, and I pray in Jesus' name, amen.